0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Welcome back to another Page Turner with Big Dog and Little Stuff. I'm Stephanie Menard.
0: I am Tom Hutchison.
1: Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. Like I, it, that, that was very robotic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Very I am Robot Tom today. Klaatu Robota Nick 2 kind of thing. Yeah, That's correct. <laughs> yes, you got to You got to change it up on the audience on occasion. There you go. Keep them on their toes. So,
1: so how's it going?
0: <laughs> uh, it's good slash frustrating slash exhausting. Uh Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's for me, that's every day. I mean, it's not like it changed from week to week or anything, but, uh, uh, for me, it's just, uh, I'm, 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 everything's working, but not to perfect efficiency. You know, I'm still waiting on the damn post office to bring me envelopes to finish my stupid shipping, which I wanted to be done. Uh, we could have been done two weeks ago if they had just brought me some envelopes and, um, so I'm sitting here waiting on, I don't know, I've got about another 100 packages and I'm done. And it's all packed. Like, it's ready to go. I just need the envelopes to put them in and then it's out right. there. Uh, so it's frustrating because I'm just sitting here like twiddling my thumbs and uh, I, can't, I, I can't do anything. So I think that I'm going to have to uh, modify my shipping process because if I can't count on the post office to do something as simple as just bring me envelopes, their own product, which right. is how I pay them to, you know, <laughs> stay in business. Um, I'm going to have to figure out a different way and, uh, and that's okay. There's other alternatives. I can look at UPS. I can look at FedEx. I can look at just using different boxes, like those Gemini boxes that a lot of people use. Um, shipping might be a little bit more. I have to look into that. And that's kind of what's throwing me off. I'm like, yeah, I could buy those things. They're not really that cheap or not really that expensive, but what does that do to the shipping cost? And then what does that do to what I have to, you know, push to my Kickstarter people? Um, and so on and so on.
1: Well, you do know that if you don't have an advertisement in your comic, you can send it through media mail, which is a lot cheaper. So if you don't have any ads in your comic, like a floppy, like if it's a graphic a graphic novel, um, I believe that still is fine. But if it's a floppy and it has no ads in it, you can send that media mail, which is um, I picked up the Gemini boxes for my Kickstarter that I'm about to start on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to see how that works out. I'll let you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I just have concerns with that because I've shipped stuff media mail before and they get really uptight about it. I mean, I've had people tell me that stuff has been opened and repacked. I'm just like,
1: yeah, I just, um, I don't want any of that. Uh, yeah, and I and, and I understand that. Um, you know, you can go and look at all the rules, but I because I, I definitely looked into this because I don't want to have to charge people a ton for shipping if I don't have to. Right. So, right, right. you know, I don't have to put ads in my books. I, I've just done it because I'm like, oh, well, I, you know, do a show on podcast Detroit. Let's slap an ad in for them or, you know, something. Like it's never But,
0: but the problem is is that even if you don't have ads and you ship at mm-hmm. media mail they don't know that you're don't have ads. <laughs> so if they decide, well, we're going to check on this chick's packages uh, and they start opening stuff up and repackaging it, that's where we have the issue. Um, and then at any, and here's the other problem. It's not even just your post office. Like if you take it to your local post office and they're like, okay, we'll check and they're like, okay, cool. It still is going to go through three, four, five different hubs to get to where it's going. And all of them can decide, well, we're just going to check on this media mail thing uh and and open and repackage and open and repackage and that's where the the whole system kind of falls apart
1: yeah that is true but i mean they should know the rules of their own system so if they do perchance open it and they see that there's a floppy in there with no ads like that's the rule so then
0: oh sure but again they're opening your package and repackaging it and i don't want anybody opening and repackaging anything that's that's huh. where I'm having the issue. I, I, I totally okay. understand. Like, like if the system was we're coming to the post office and we're going to prove that what we're doing is uh, truly media mail and, and mm-hmm. they look at it and they go, OK, yes, I understand. You're, you're fine. And they put a stamp on it or something that says it's been cleared at the at the starting point then everywhere along the route it should be just like well it's fine it's been checked let's keep going but the problem is, is that the system is is even if the starting point says okay every other point along the way can decide to check and and that's where i've had problems before where people are like dude somewhere along the line they're opening these packages and repackaging it and they don't care how they repackage it they just dog ear a box and you know whatever it is and uh, and then and then send it off because because the post well let's be honest none of the shipping places really give a damn about what it is they're doing with your package I mean I've seen video of people throwing TVs over fences from from like FedEx so
1: <laughs> yeah. they're not really going to be
0: too worried about the little envelope you know play a little hockey with it along the way whatever
1: yeah no it's shipping is always like the part that I get nervous about because I yeah. make sure to package everything. So it's secure. It's not moving around in package because, you know, comics can get edges bent. I mean, I want yep. the product to get there yep. and to look the way that I put it in the box. You know? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of important. Um, but I know like my last campaign. So I've done two campaigns and I use the same mailers from the first one and, and for the second one. And I had no complaints.
0: Was that the Gemini stuff or what did you use?
1: I used, um, they were just white cardboard, uh, stiff mailers. I have some upstairs. I've used them for, um, delivering stuff for my website and I've never had a problem because they're stiff. Um, they don't bend Yep. and you know, if people are only buying one or two floppies for me, they fit perfectly in. It's the lowest cost. So I use those. But my last campaign, I had one person say, that he would never back my Kickstarters again because he got there all messed up. He's the only person in two campaigns that was four or 500 comics that I mailed out with those. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, and I and I apologized to him. I said, you know, I, I packaged them to make sure they're secure, but if it's damaged, I'll gladly replace it. You know, sure. shit happens, you know, and I'm not, but I'm like, I, I know that I packaged it properly and somewhere between here and there, somebody did something to it sure.
0: and no no packages I mean, than unless, willing to
1: replace it <laughs>
0: yeah unless you're <laughs> sending it you know packed in bricks uh you know no package is safe from the post office um all they got to yeah. do is is it's got to fall out of their their little tub and get stepped on or whatever I mean anything can happen but you know to have someone just freak out because their thing showed up damaged is like come on man that, that's oh yeah
1: like and, and I and I felt it I, I kind of took offense to him. Like, you're not going to back a, another of my Kickstarters because you got one package that might have been messed up. And I've apologized for something yeah. I didn't do. And if this was like to the third it, time.
0: Yeah. If this was like number yeah. three, then I'd be like, okay, stuff sucks. But no.
1: Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> but um, that's that's why I'm doing the Gemini's this time, just to be 100% clear across the board. And honestly, the cost for them is worth it.
0: Because my, my concern is just the cost to actually ship it. Like, what does that actually break down? That's what I need to find out because they're like 30 cents to buy them. Who cares? But what's the actual shipping cost, especially for me, because it's not like I'm shipping one or two books, generally speaking, usually, you know, I'm getting a pile of books like this thick. And, and so I either need boxes or I need to be able to do what I've been doing using some of these, uh, these priority mail envelopes, um, which is what I'm waiting on. Um, But again, if the post, then I got to find a different way and uh, Gemini will be probably the first thing I look at and and I just have to adjust some shipping accordingly, I guess.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I'll let you know, like, cause I'm going to, when I get them in, I've already ordered them. Uh, When I get them in, I'm going to, cause I have a scale and I do everything through, um, oh God, I can't even think. Uh, I do all my postage through stamps.com um, okay for convenience so i can let you know like if there's a price difference like between the mailers i was using before and these new ones because i'm yeah. going to check it before yeah, obviously, before i send out like you know all the packages for this kickstarter <laughs> i'd like <laughs> to know you know what to charge for shipping and you know not screw myself over like i did uh, on aeonian one I paid a lot out of pocket for shipping.
0: Shipping is the trick because (laughs) especially since it's changing all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. um, even from, from the last time I did a Kickstarter to now shipping rates have increased and it's just like, Oh my God, I'm still running. Basically my shipping is still running off the concept of when, of what I did the very first time I did a Kickstarter. Uh, I haven't adjusted my shipping at all other than I, I have adjusted some international shipping because that's, that crap crazy. Um, but, uh, as far as just like shipping in the U S it's like, I, we might need to do a little bit of a bump, um, just to, to keep this under control. And here's another shout out, uh, because this is apparently becoming a real thing. Um, supposedly without, uh, help from the government, the post office is about to crap out by about, uh, September. Um, now, we've heard of this before in the past, and it's always worked itself out, but uh, right. with all of the uh, mail-in voting that's going on and all of this political nonsense, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if something goes sideways and the post office becomes less viable um, through this year uh, until until the election's done. Um, so keep that in mind for those that are, are shipping Kickstarters or whatever, you might literally need to go to ups or dhl or or somebody else and uh and and adjust what it is you're doing
1: absolutely i mean and that's something to keep following like you said it changes all the time so um also uh so here's another example of how shipping is going wonky right now um when I lost all the weight I lost, I had all these clothes and they were like basically brand new. So there's this uh, website called Poshmark and you post your stuff up there and people buy it and you ship it from home. You print out a label and you ship it and boom, you sold your shit. Right. Right. So I sold a couple of things off my site last week and had them picked up by the post office on Thursday from my house and they didn't start tracking until Monday, um, which, Were they were picked up and taken back to the post office on Thursday, but they didn't start tracking. So I'm getting all these notices from the website because you have to mail them out within two days. Right. And so I had to put like a ticket in and all this other stuff. So people didn't think that I was slacking. (laughs) Um, there are longer wait times. It was a holiday weekend too. Um, so that probably had something to do with it, but I'm noticing with packages that i'm waiting for from other places as well Mm -hmm. um they're taking longer to track and they're like staying at certain places for days longer than they're supposed to Mm -hmm. so there's a lot going on with shipping so like i just made sure uh you know because i'm still putting the finishing touches on my kickstarter i just made sure like everything's good to go but i mentioned in the risks and challenges that with this covid stuff going on
0: (laughs) like challenges
1: risks and challenges are like i'm gonna ship them you'll get your tracking number it it might sit somewhere for like a month but i will have done my (laughs) part. like don't hold it against me
0: i had i had a package i bought a uh, a jaws print uh just over a month ago it shipped i'm in i'm in basically the middle of michigan like grand rapids uh, mm-hmm. It shipped from Indianapolis, which is like i don 't know what a four hour drive
1: yeah, it something took like a that. month
0: to get from Indianapolis to me and And yeah. when you watch the tracking of it, it went from Indianapolis to where the hell did it go? It went east for some reason, and then <laughs> it came all the way back to Chicago, ooh uh before it came back around to indiana and back up through michigan and got to me and it just arrived yesterday after i ordered it a month ago and and i'm just like what is going on what what are the tracking what i mean are we living in columbus days where we're trying to find you know india and landing in america i mean what is going on this is not difficult to to move a package (laughs) from indianapolis to michigan
1: well yeah you think it's just pretty much like a straight (laughs) shot up mostly i mean you got to go a little east but it's pretty much a straight shot but But, you don't got
0: to go to ohio i mean you
1: know i I don't know man these are crazy times i have a friend who's had a uh, she orders a lot of um uh like dvds and blu-rays from overseas um she's a film critic so she's had something sitting at like in chicago for like over a month that's like it hasn't moved in a month it's just sitting there. Yeah. So yeah, time like right now, and that's I was a little nervous still about doing this Kickstarter because of those issues. But sure. I can't continue to put my book on hold. The world's changed; things Nobody are crazy. I'm, my book needs to come out. The world is asking for it. Damn it! That's right.
0: That's <laughs> and right. They're gonna get it. <laughs> Correct, whether they want it or not. Oh wait, we already said they wanted it.
1: They some. I mean, at least some people want it. <laughs> Except I mean. for that
0: one guy. The only that one guy doesn't want that it.
1: one guy though. <sighs> what a dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's allowed to have that opinion. I just, you know, I'm not one of those people who, but like, I guess people call it like cancel culture. Like that's a thing where somebody like messes something up one time and you're just like done. You're like, yeah. Nope. Never again, perfect. man. You
0: have to be perfect. 24, seven, 365 um, You know, even when you're sleeping, you better be sleeping in the proper position. Uh, well, just, you have to get it all right. Stuff.
1: Well, but not, I, it's never, it has not happened and will not happen. <laughs> I guess I'm canceled.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll live in the cancel zone together. Don't worry.
1: Yeah. And that's too much. That's, that's too hard to maintain. Come on people. Yeah. I don't know, and, but, know, but um,
0: the, I'm. The, look- the, most, most people don't really understand what it takes to, to, to make anything, whether it's a comic, whether it's making music in a CD making them like, they just don't comprehend The work that goes into creating, building, making, shipping, like it's so much freaking work, but on their end, they clicked the button and they expect, Hey, I clicked the button, man. Uh, Now you do your job. Okay. I'll write it. I'll edit it. I'll print it. I'll ship it. I'll whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, Right. and, And then again, even then, once it becomes out of our hands and goes into the post office hands, I mean, I can't, like walk it to your house, dude. Uh, right. <laughs> sometimes things are literally out of our hands. So even if it leaves perfectly at my house, it doesn't guarantee it's going to arrive perfectly at your house.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I hope that, you know, more people are getting used to how things have changed and, you know, the longer shipping times and stuff have been, you know, a pain in the ass. I've been waiting on something for over, I've ordered something like six weeks ago and yeah. it's still not here, but I mean, it it is what it is. I'm not one of those people who's like, well, fuck. Like I'm never, you know. Like I'm just okay. It's taking six weeks. I'm. It's not like food for me to live. It's not insulin, right. you know. Like right. it's. It's just some clothes I ordered. I'll live. Where yeah. am I going anyway?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and I did want to note while we're talking um, about shipping, uh, I I back a lot of kickstarters, uh, so like sometimes I forget that I backed a Kickstarter and like months <laughs> later I'll get a package. i be like, Oh, what's this? So I had backed a Kickstarter. It was at some point last year. Um, and I got my package, uh, this week and, um, the packaging, I would say was not quality enough to ship a graphic novel in or a floppy without getting it damaged. Um, so like if you're doing a Kickstarter or you're mailing stuff out, make sure that you invest in your the, the either cardboard of some sort. like they have the trifold, you know ones that you can get that you just I have those upstairs, get the Gemini boxes, get a hard envelope. Bubble envelopes can work if you in they they can if you insert, but you but you're putting cardboard in it yeah and make yeah, it yeah. work so just get the cardboard yeah. ones because <laughs> i've had to do it when i've only had like that's all i had left and i was like i think sure. it was a one-off order sure. but i put cardboard on in both sides and the comic in between so it couldn't bend yep um but then it weighted, it, it made it way more so just get the cardboard ones because um i mean mine was in pretty decent condition when i got it it was a little warped and it's not that big of a deal to me, but I'm just throwing it out there for anybody who is questioning what type of envelope they should use, like spend the extra money, get the better envelopes because if I weren't me, I would be, if I was like a collector and I got it like that, I'd be frustrated. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: That's why with, with our stuff, everything is is collector based really with all the variants. So, you know, we want to make sure that there's cardboard all the way around and, Uh, you know,
1: all the duct tape in the world. It's correct. (laughs) Yes.
0: I, uh, I get, I get static for that, but you know what? Your books show up just fine. Uh, if it, if we have to sacrifice a few bags and boards, not even the boards, just the bags, we have to sacrifice a few bags to the gods to make sure that, uh, you know, your stuff arrives safely. Uh, then, then that is what we're going to do.
1: There you go. Yeah. I just
0: don't trust that painter tape. Everybody like, "Use use that painter tape. I'm like, dude. You're telling me that you want me to use tape that comes off easily. I, well, what? <laughs> I don't trust that.
1: I mean, I, it does come. It, it just, it's not that it comes off easily. It's just that it doesn't stick in the way that it's going to tear. I've used painters tape a couple of times to like tape, like one comic, like in a bag and a board, like a yeah. card. And I
0: can bag. see that for a smaller package. Yes.
1: Yeah. Like if it's just like one floppy, I feel safe doing that. But if it was like something bigger or thicker, like if it was three or four floppies or a graphic novel, then, you know, you're definitely not going to, I wouldn't use painter's tape. I wouldn't feel secure, but yeah, if it's one floppy, do it. It works great, but mm, you live and you learn.
0: (laughs) I just, I just, I just don't want, I don't want the damages, you know, and we've done really well. I mean, I, even this time, I, I can't think of any, well, I mean it's fairly new, but so far, I mean, we've shipped out hundreds of packages. So we haven't had any damages yet. Uh the last time we did a Kickstarter, I don't think it was Princess versus Zombies. I don't think we had any damages. We had one, I think we had one or two damages the previous Kickstarter. Um, so our, our track record's pretty good. And and again, if if uh if we lose a nickel bag along the way, um, I'm just not gonna worry about it, folks.
1: Right. <laughs> don't be worried about it either. Like it's it's a bag that you got for free to yes. cover your comic like some people don't even bag and board their stuff when no. they when they send it out no. so the fact that somebody cares enough about their product to give it to you like that be grateful because i mean i would say half of the stuff i get through kickstarter isn't bagged and boarded
0: isn't that crazy I, I've, I've gotten somewhere it's just in a bag like just in the bag, like they didn't put a comic board in it like right just nothing it's just like what, what are you doing what are you doing? I mean, you're clearly a comic book collector. You understand bags and boards. You've probably bought a comic book from somewhere online, eBay or whatever. mm -hmm. Like, how are you not taking care of your own product better than, you know, what you would get from somebody else? I don't don't know. It's weird.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I always have like bags, like my upstairs office is just, it's like packing supplies, bags and boards. Um, Like all my stuff from like my conventions, it's just a hot mess up there, which is why I don't do any work up there <laughs> my office is where i store everything and then i do all my work down here in the dining room <laughs> yeah. yeah it I'm, makes life easier <laughs> i'm
0: bouncing around all over the damn place but uh yeah i, 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 I try and go downstairs if i'm going to try and focus and write but i've i've been up here in this zone doing all this shipping and everything and, and this is kind of my pseudo studio um
1: i have banners i have banners <laughs> there set up me of phil collins sue sue <laughs> studio yeah i don't know that's where i went (laughs) (laughs) i love phil collins (laughs) Mm.
0: studio is is, i think that is a reference to us being old
1: dude if you don't know who phil collins is like you don't have a heart because i (laughs) swear to god like even like my 20 year old friends know who phil collins is okay good yeah it's okay don't feel old Oh, I never feel.
0: Do you look at this guy with these ears on his head and think that he feels old? No. Okay. Good.
1: Especially now with those Snapchat. Because uh, I'm
0: really filters. trying hard. Really trying <laughs> hard. Oh yeah, Snapchat. Out. The Snapchat diary is in full effect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I still don't understand its point, but we're we're having I a think, good time.
1: Honestly, I really like never got into Snapchat. I have a Snapchat, but I only ever use it to send. I have uh, my two best friends are on there, so we have a group. And so we'll just take really hideous, like we'll find the worst filter where we look the grossest (laughs) and like the, and the voice changing ones. And we'll just like say the worst stuff to each other (laughs) and send those like occasionally because it's funny.
0: I don't, here's Um, the funny part. I don't even post anything on Snapchat. Like it's literally only there so that I can take a dumb filter pick, save it mm -hmm. and put it on Facebook. I literally don't use Snapchat uh, for, for its function of, of, you know, I guess chatting.
1: Yeah, well, and I think that when it came out, I think a lot of people were using it to do like nudies. And they probably oh, still are. <laughs> I feel like they well, because yeah, you're supposed to be able to send it and then it disappears, right? So
0: oh true. Like the 24 wanna, hour period. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like you want to show off your goods or whatever, but you don't want like any evidence that you did it. <laughs> but people right. can screenshot from right. their end if they catch it fast yeah. enough, but it'll let you know, like, hey, this person screen captured your your snap and then you know like you've got a pervert on your hands if you sent the nudie.
0: Well listen if you're sending nudes out and you're worried about perverts uh <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily like working. Uh it's right. sort of the purpose is uh hey pervs here's my it, stuff.
1: Right. But I don't want any con <laughs> I want to be a perv without consequences. Sorry, that's not how it works. <laughs> Oh my it's God. just not the way of the world
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah. oh so you know i was having those issues uh with uploading photos or whatever on my kickstarter yep. so you know I, I did everything that i could logged out logged in changed browsers whatever uh finally today i was able to upload one okay. photo okay uh which was the cover photo for the project so that i could submit it sure uh that was the only th- i just one to upload so I could submit it. Cause uh, you know, we're launching on Monday. So oh, how to get really close? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, they, they won't, uh, here's the other trick though. Are, are, is the, is the campaign built the rest of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have,
1: everything is built. My tiers are all put in. The only thing I have to do now, like I've written everything in my story. I just have to add in the photos.
0: Okay. 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 Because uh, if your story isn't built up, they won't approve you.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I so. know all of that's, in there like okay
0: good 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 good
1: yeah yeah i i made sure to get everything usually that's how i do it like i did it with my first one i fill everything out and then i start uploading all the artwork and then you know labeling it and putting it where i want in in with the the words and all that so yeah i couldn't um and then so i submitted it and uh apparently i i get to wait (laughs) this time to find out if i get approved which is
0: why i here's the interesting thing for me i have never waited. On a Kickstarter from my very first one till now, except for both princesses versus zombies. Yeah. And and I can't figure out why that is. Uh, So it'll be interesting when we launch our next one, if I get told to wait again, because I've done, I don't know, whatever it is, 12. But the only time I've ever waited was on both of the princesses versus zombies, uh, which was very, very strange. And and in both cases, I got approved and it went through and it wasn't a problem. But it was very weird to be told, hey, uh, we'll check on this, come back in a few days. I'm like, huh?
1: What? Well, yeah. And that's when it, when I got that because they're like, you'll have your answer by June 1st. I'm like, we're launching June 1st. Holy <laughs> shit. And I, was like, and I knew I was cutting it close. I was trying to get it approved. You know, I've been working on just getting that first photo to load for cheap, yep. like since Monday. Yep. And I finally put a ticket in Tuesday. It was a holiday weekend. So, I mean, I did what I could do. And My last one, I got instantly approved. So I still wanted to do it a week ahead, but I figured when I saw that I had to wait, I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's because of everything that's going on right now in the world. Maybe they're just being extra careful and that's fine. I know mine will get approved, not worried about it, but I am worried because I'm telling everybody like June 1st and what if they send me the email at like PM and that's when I get to go live. (laughs) That would suck. I'd like to go live at 10 AM, but you know, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah. It's, you know, you do what you can do. And, but yeah, definitely it is, it is a thing. And I've been hearing it more and more. So it's not just you, somebody else I know, uh, got a wait notice as well. So if you're looking at doing Kickstarters, I don't know about Indiegogo, but if you're looking at doing Kickstarters, just assume that you have that waiting period now. Don't wait. You've never had it. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and give yourself a week, 10 days of, uh, of, 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 you know, less panic time. Um, Uh, cause a- as we're working towards our next Kickstarter for the end of June, um, I'm definitely want to have it all done and just be like, if they, if they decide, yeah, you're going to take three days, dude. Um, mm-hmm. cause I, I, freaked out again. I mean, I, I always kind of do it right to the wire, kind of like what you're talking about. Not quite to the wire that you're on. Um, <laughs> but, Oops. uh, I definitely am like, well, I mean, they approved me last time in like three seconds. So what's the problem? And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, that ah stop three days oh no
1: that's that's how i felt
0: and my head is like oh my god what did i do wrong is there is there a boob somewhere like what what don't they like uh and i'm trying to figure out why they didn't like it and then they're just like
1: no you're fine i feel like the boob should get you like approved right away i know right because that's an immediate
0: like this is going to make money because there's tits on it
1: right which means kickstarter is going to make
0: money so let's go
1: right (laughs) <laughs> they get their cut. They should be happy.
0: They should be stopping everybody else. Like there's no boobs in your campaign. Like, what are you uh, doing? This is not a legitimate campaign unless you have boobs.
1: I don't know. I, I would say boobs or gore. Or
0: like, bo- yeah, an, a, sure. like
1: an 80s slasher comic would be perfect.
0: Right. Right. I need right.
1: to work on. Cause I think, I mean, I already write horror. Now I just have to incorporate boobs in there and we're yeah. good.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> good times yeah. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh so i got um heat exhaustion and sunburned the other day yeah
0: that's what you were telling me
1: i'm really not feeling good so i'm sorry if i sound do i sound okay like i very dizzy and off but i hope i sound okay
0: you're fine just keep hydrated keep keep pounding that water or whatever you're whatever it is you're drinking
1: mm-hmm. y- you'll be fine i am I've,
0: I've been there before I've i've had that uh it's it's no good it's no and it did get hot around here it was like 90 yesterday
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh so yeah i uh (laughs) i went to the post office and it was like 95 in in town and i'm bringing in all these boxes and uh and i'm just sweating and i know people are looking at me like dude why is that guy sweating what is going on i'm like it's because it's 95 degrees just leave me alone i'm not i'm not covid positive just slow down
1: how do they not realize that, like, you know, people sweat when it's hot out? <laughs> no. It's like our body's air conditioning. We're so. just, we're so,
0: we're so, such in a panic mode about everything now. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy that I'm, I get to stay inside and, and just not deal with anybody other than the internet. It, this, this makes me happy. Uh, so, uh, cause, cause outside is just filled with a lot of bizarre people.
1: Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm mostly good with staying home. But after a while, I have to get out and do something, or I'll go well, crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of you
0: course. know, of course, that's that's natural, and and your body is going to tell you to go outside because it needs the sunlight. It it literally needs the sunlight, the vitamin D, and all that kind of crap that it that it needs. So you can't just exist inside. I mean, it's literally not good for you. So uh, you need you to know, go sit outside in the sun and and you know take a walk around the block or whatever.
1: I beg to differ. I've done really really well <laughs> staying inside, and then I went outside. In the shade for like five hours, got sunburnt and have heat exhaustion. Well,
0: five hours, that's too much. I didn't say go out for five hours.
1: I wasn't outside for five hours straight. Like I was going into the air conditioning. I was drinking water, you know, like, but I just don't do that. (laughs) So my body was like, why?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, we will eventually, if you stay inside long enough, you will become a mole person. I mean, your body will be like, yeah, we want the inside. We don't want the outside anymore. So that's, that's real too. I mean, evolution is real. So the longer we're (laughs) inside, the more we don't want to go outside. Yeah. Or or more specifically, the more we can't go outside. We become the vampire race. Uh,
1: I think that's happened to me. It's happened. I'm, (laughs) (laughs) and it sucks because I do like being outside. I love swimming. I love going to the beach and stuff, but if I go, I have to have like a hundred SPF and like an umbrella and like, you know, I have to be really careful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> obviously em- even shade doesn't protect me. You can't really see, but like my shoulders um, on both sides got it pretty bad and it hurts.
0: Just embrace the goth life. Bring your umbrella. I uh, you I know, do just go all in.
1: I do. I, I have no problem with it. I have no shame or embarrassment. And the funny thing is, is that I do, I have an umbrella like a parasol and it's black and it's mm-hmm. super cute. And every time I use it, people are like, oh, my God, it's so cute. Like these, you know, normal looking people say that to me. And I'm like, oh, the normies think you're cute. I know. And I I don't even know why I said normal looking. But you know what I mean? Like people who you would look at and not think that they would think like a a goth parasol would be cute. You know? Yeah. but It is cute. So (laughs) it is what it is, man. Uh, Um. So, yeah, uh, my Kickstarter's launching on Monday and I've got a question for you because okay. I decided to do this like the simplest way possible because, sure. you know, it's a third issue. And now that it's being published through um, Rocketing Studios, like I can't necessarily like do some of the tiers that I was doing before because I mean, I probably I could be with it, but. Um, like there are certain products, like I can't reoffer for the campaign because long story, we'll talk about it later. But, um, so like, I only have a, my, my tiers only go up to 35 bucks. Mm -hmm. I don't have like a big ticket tier, which I usually always have at least between a hundred and like two, like one to 300. I usually have something that goes between there. Sure. Um, and I just, you know, and I have time to add stuff, but I'm like. You know, I'm doing two uh, variant covers. I have uh, a limit of 50 for the dream variant cover. And then I'm doing a metallic version of the dream cover, like a virgin cover. Um, I'm going to do 20 of those. And I'm using that. Told me about, by the way. Okay. Uh, rank or whatever. Yep. No, not rank uh, artistic. Or artist
0: express. Artist, artist express.
1: express. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to use them for that. So thank you for that advice. Um, But I'm like, well, those are already like, cool limited things and then i have um like an enamel pin so i'm like most of the time with my kickstarters those i mean having those bigger ticket items is great because it's it helps you get to your goal faster but sure. honestly i don't like for me it's not that big of a deal but i mean is that something that do you think is a hindrance to a kickstarter campaign not having tiers
0: yeah it it can be um but uh, let's uh, let let's let's look at yours as having low end tiers, and then look at what I did with Princesses versus Zombies. I changed my entire structure for Princesses versus Zombies on this last one, uh-huh. um, where everything was a twenty dollar tier. I didn't change. Uh, usually I have, it's like 21, 22, 30, 31, 32, 40, whatever. Um, I made everything limited to 150 copies. I made everything $20 across the board and that includes the shipping. So basically you're paying like $15 for the book and like five for the shipping. Um, now I did have a large tier because I took, you know, all 10 covers and made like a big, get it all tier right here. Right. Um, so, so that did exist. Um, but really, uh, outside of that, there were some prints that were like thirty or forty bucks. Um, but the the well, uh, and then we did have the metal ones that were like you know one hundred bucks and you get the metal version and and whatever. but here's here's the point, um because i'm I'm deviating off my point. Uh, <laughs> the fact that we had everything like y- anybody could come in, look at the campaign and go, "I like that. It's twenty bucks flat." Um, we had the most backers in the history of big dog and Kickstarters. So what the cheaper price does is it allows more access to the project. Um, whereas, you know, normally some of those books I might've had at $40, having it at 20 bucks made it a pretty easy buy. It's just like, Hey, it's just, it's 20 bucks and free shipping. I'm, I'm jumping in. So right. we had, we had, uh, trying to think of where we landed. We had almost 50 more backers than we had for our highest previous, which was Penny for Your Soul number 7. We bra- broke the 600 mark for the first time so on and so on. Um now we did sell out of the high tier, which was all the backers and it was like I don't know something like 200 bucks. Uh we did sell out of a good portion of the medals which were again $100 a shot. But um if we were to take those out so there were forty of the of the totals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which would mean we were still over six hundred backers, because we did like or or close to. Um, so even if we took out that super high one, it would take money away from us, but we still would have had a tremendous amount of backers. We still would have had nearly six hundred right. backers, and backer count is as important as money count because backer count, if that's increasing for you each time, that's where you're finding your repeat business and showing that. Uh, you, whatever it is you're doing from a marketing standpoint and from a product standpoint, people are going, right. Oh, uh, she's on issue three now. This is cool. Let me, um, so I, I think that low tier stuff can definitely work from a grab the backer count side of it. You may not mm-hmm. make as much money, but in the long run, you can grow your base, which in the long run will increase your pledge amount.
1: Right. And for me, honestly, these Kickstarters are all the money just goes to making, to printing the issue and making the next book. So I'm not looking to make a ton of money. I just need enough to cover my expenses so I can keep making books Sure, Uh, because, you know, the publisher is going to get them and they're going to come out wherever. And I'm, you know, I'll, that's where I make money. It's not really from Kickstarter, all of that. I don't think I've pocketed a single dollar that I've made on a Kickstarter, and I've actually put some of my own money in. Well, on the first one I did because, like I said, I I messed up with shipping. Sure. <laughs> so I, you know, I had to eat that cost. But um, so for me, you know, as long and I have a low goal. It's two. It's two grand. Yeah. And all of my Kickstarters, both of my Kickstarters made over. One of them made four. One of them made three something. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, I just wanted to keep it simple and. You know, I, I usually do like an exclusive print and all of that. But then depending on the size of that, you have different shipping boxes that you have to, you know, and I just, sure. I'm just keeping it simple. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, I don't think this is a bad idea, but I'm used to having at least one hot, like some, like a 75 to a th- two or $300 tier, well, but it's usually limited Yeah, what I would, yeah, like what I would say is, two.
0: yeah, what I would say is just make a package deal so that you get one of everything, what you get, one of your, your basic, one of your, all of your variants, just like make a get it all button, you know? So if you're making 20 of those, whatever one of your things was, you said you're making like 20 or 25, just take like 10 of those and put them into a larger tier and have a larger, like you can get all three of the books or whatever it is in your larger tier that way. And plus, cause there are people that, that want it all. So instead of pledging for one and then having to add on the other two, because mm-hmm. Kickstarter's dumb and doesn't have a shopping cart, um, yeah, <laughs> just just give them that option of hey, you can just buy them all here, and we've got you know ten of these that you can just buy them all in one shot. Um, and and you'll probably and that that'll give you a little a little bit of a bump because I'm sure you'll probably go through those ten pretty quickly. Um, and then and then that helps you with your algorithm because your algorithm is you know how many people are coming in. You know that's that's when you go to Kickstarter and you look at at popularity. That's mm-hmm. algorithms. That's people uh, clicking that they like it. That's people clicking, um, uh, uh, actually pledging, you know, so on and so on and so on. Right. Um, and, and as your percentage grows, that's why a lot of, you'll see a lot of, uh, uh kickstarters, they'll say like, Hey, we've, we're 5,000% and I'm like, yeah, but your pledge starting goal was five bucks. So it doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Um, but that's algorithm based and that's how those, a lot of those projects push themselves upwards. In the popularity world, even though they've made far less than some of the, like for me, I was behind tons of books that were, you know, that were making like five, six, $7,000 from a popularity standpoint. And it's because their percentage base was higher than mine. But we started at a, at a, what was it? $5,000. Uh, starting point and they started at five dollars (laughs) so there's ways to kind of game the system um into helping you but uh uh, i think you'll be fine with lower uh, and and i think it might open the door to more people to try it out
1: and that's kind of like i just wanted to keep it simple and like at a price point that i felt people would be comfortable with because i you know i know what it's like right now out there and this is why i didn't launch this when I was planning on it. Cause all this hit the, the same month, yeah. you know, that I was going to do it. So I'm just, I don't want to alienate backers, you know, and I understand how tight money is. And so I just felt like the more simple, I keep it. Simple tears, and I did add you know two different variant covers, which is something new for me. But I'm learning from you mm-hmm. that people do like that stuff, so I'm trying it out with the people that read my stuff. We'll see how it goes. Yep. <laughs> and uh, you know, that um, Misty Bondi is designing the pin, I'm waiting to get the um, design from her, but uh, I love her art, so the pin's gonna be really really cute. And people love enamel pins, so mm-hmm. like that's that, that was an easy. An easy thing to do so i'm looking forward to it i'm excited and you know i think i am gonna maybe take five of the two variant covers and make it a, a get it all tier with all three issues and the pin sure yeah absolutely that would put it at like 85 so something like that i don't know i got i can't math right now i'm really dizzy <laughs> I'll math later.
0: The math side is tricky of it. Yeah. But that's what we do, you know, and, and going forward, we're, we're going to be modifying all of our Kickstarters to basically be what we did. Uh, It's going to be, everything's going to be a lower number. We used to do like two or 300 of a, of a book. I'm like, now, you know what, let's just drop this down. Let's, let's make it more exclusive. We actually have books that are exclusive to the campaign now too, where you can only Mm -hmm. get it in the campaign. That's it. However many are ordered, that is how many we print, and and we're done. So if you miss yeah. it, I mean, we gave you the opportunity. So um, that's another thing that I think is is a key to to Kickstarter's now is offering things that you can only get during the campaign because that kind of pushes people to be like, oh, well, I really need to pay attention to to what's happening uh, mm-hmm. with Steph because she's going to have stuff that I can only get there, whether it's a print, whether it's a, a variant cover, or whatever. Um, make stuff. Ex- I know, I know campaigns that are now doing everything is exclusive to the campaign. And if you don't get it, there's nothing left. Um, and, and those guys in doing that, it creates a sort of a panic effect of Holy crap. I got to get all of this because it's gone. I mean, you know, when it's done, it's yeah. done. And, and I get that and, and I understand that, but I, I would never do that to my fan base. Um, but I will modify it to, to work for me in the context of, we're going to give you the opportunity to get this one like we did in, for princess versus zombies. We had, uh, we had one, I think we had two, two that were, were doing print to order on these. And if you don't mm-hmm. get them, you get them, but everything else, you know, you can get them as you want. And, and we'll probably have some extras when we're done. Although we did end up selling out of three of our reward tiers, um, so, you know,
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's, and that's awesome. And that's, you know, I have like the one, the, the dream variant, I think is limited to 50 metallic one is only limited to 20. That's all it that will ever be made. So yep. I'm pretty sure they'll sell during the campaign, but if they don't, and I have a couple left, well, Hey, I'm keeping one for myself. Sure. Because that's, (laughs) I mean, you got to keep one of each thing that you make because it's fun. Um, But like if I have any left, I mean, yeah, I'll sell them after the Kickstarter, but I don't anticipate because of the low numbers that I'm going to have any left. So, I mean, that's as close to exclusive to Kickstarter as I get is basically just (laughs) limited. And if you get it and it, or you don't get it and it sells out, then you don't get it. If, it, yep. if you don't get it and it doesn't sell out, well, you still have a chance afterward. You yep. know, I, I get that yeah. not everybody can pledge money at a certain point, and but having Kickstarter exclusive stuff does kind of give it like it kind of makes it a little like special, like yeah. Kickstarter only. I mean, really? I know what I like seeing that. I mean, not not when all the options are Kickstarter only, but like if they have something special that you can only get on Kickstarter, I like that.
0: Yeah, well, it's like, uh, it used to be, you know, you go to Comic-Con and there would be a, you know, whatever, an Emerald City exclusive. And Mm -hmm. they would sell out because everybody's like, oh my God, you know, we got to get this thing because they're only available at Emerald City. But over time that became, well, they didn't sell out and the extras went to the internet. Which is fine Mm -hmm. again, whatever. But that became, well, these don't sell out anymore. I can buy these anytime I want because they'll be on the internet, right? So with with making something that is truly exclusive and one time only, you're you're taking us back to the time of you know, hey, you've got to come to the con, you've got to come to the booth, you've got to get it before everybody else gets it, Uh, and then it's gone. Um, so we're literally putting us we're, we're reverting back to that time when things were truly exclusive. Um, and again, I get the point, but I would never make my entire campaign exclusive to to Kickstarter, right? Um, because that's that's asking too much of your fan base. But I think that limited edition and and having something that is hey you can only get it here or within this package or whatever it is, um, I think that that's acceptable, and I think it's fun for the for the audience because. The ones that do get it are excited to have it, you know, um, the ones that didn't get it, you know, they'll basically, you're going to get one of two responses. One is, ah, damn, I need to make sure I get it next time. Or you get the guy that goes, oh, well, I'm not even going to bother now because I didn't get the first one. I'm like, "Eh, okay. But those guys are few and far between, you know, most of the time you're going to get people excited about, oh, you got that. How do I get that? You can't. Oh no, I have to be on the next Kickstarter or I have to be at the next con and I have to get that, that thing um and 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 you know because we all we're all collectors you know we all do the collecting thing we all freak out when we see the thing that we want and uh mm-hmm. and we're disappointed if we missed it um but then most of the time i'd say 95 percent of the time we go oh well i gotta watch these guys because they're probably gonna do something else i want and and i can pounce on the next one
1: there you go yeah Ooh, we ended up talking all about kickstarter stuff without even like really trying to well and and uh packaging but that was also in the context of kickstarter it's all 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 contextual but that's good though because i mean now we have a good way to close the show which is um my kickstarter (laughs) will be (laughs) launching uh monday june 1st at 10 a.m like the email before 10 a.m uh so um i do have like i said uh we have a variant cover the dream cover um which is The same art but colored different to match the dream sequences inside the comic. There'll be 50 of those available, and then we're doing a metallic version of that same cover. 20 of those will be available, and they'll be virgin, so the back like it won't have any anything on the front but the art. It's very it's a beautiful cover, um, and I I love all the colors that uh, got done for that one. So, Um, and we'll have an enamel pin. And uh, a catch-up tier, digital and physical. So good, good, um, good. Keeping it nice and simple for you guys. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what people think about issue three. So um, it turned out beautiful. I'm like so stoked. So nice. I can't wait. Nice. <laughs> you got anything you want to share?
0: Well, yeah. Right before we leave, we'll go ahead and drop the exclusive right here uh, in end of June to early July. Our next Kickstarter, uh, will be our 10 year anniversary critter hardcover edition. Uh, we have all of our, all of, all the pieces are in place. Now we weren't going to announce it until all the pieces were in place. They're all there. Uh, printer is ready to go. Artists are already working 10 year anniversary critter hardcover edition. Uh, will be dropping late June.
1: Woo. You heard, you heard it here first folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, checking us out again today. Um, We'll be back in two weeks. Hopefully I won't have to postpone due to heat exhaustion. (laughs) Until then, be safe and we'll see you soon.